Hello and welcome to The Dirt Debates, in association with Gifts to You. I'm Laura, editor of Grow Your Own magazine, and today we will be chatting about the benefits, the drawbacks and everything between of growing in a garden versus growing on an allotment. But first, I'd like to welcome back my brilliant co-host for this series, the plant-based podcast's Ellen Mary. Hello, Ellen. Hello, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Good. Good. Um, Feeling like it would be nice to have a little bit more summer, but other than that, good. <laughs> summer has disappeared this year for us gardeners, definitely. Or it has here in Norfolk, that's for sure. There's been about two weeks of sunshine and the rest it's been wet and warm. Yeah, I'm basically regularly eagle-eyeing my tomatoes, just hoping for something to happen. <laughs> it's getting a bit late now. <laughs> You'll have to have fried green tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, or... You know, the classic chutneys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Green tomato chutney, though. It's Mm. yummy. I do love a preserving day, but I always... probably shouldn't admit this on something that my parents are likely to listen to I always say to my mum oh should we do it together and I'll come to you because your kitchen's bigger what I actually mean is I don't want my kitchen to smell of vinegar forever (laughs) (laughs) I love that hey that's what parents are for they don't mind they want to spend time with you so they don't mind if their kitchen smells of vinegar (laughs) I have a very small kitchen so when I do um my preserving of any kind it is an absolute mess Mm. there is stuff everywhere and it can take me like a whole the next day just to clear up I'm not a tidy cook in any way Mm. but I have pickled and um, preserved a load of veg this year you know mostly the courgettes because even though I only planted two courgette plants this year because who needs more than two (laughs) um, there's been a million courgettes so the usual courgette glut um, so yeah, I've been fermenting and making jams from gooseberries and pickling runner beans and I've completely run out of space now. Yeah. <laughs> but you're all set up for the autumn winter months. Yes, <laughs> you can hibernate. absolutely. That's very true. <laughs> Although to be honest, there's been days during the summer I would have liked to hibernate as well yeah, with all the rain. That is, that is very true. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm guessing that this debate will be an interesting one for you as somebody who has both Mm -hmm. things, don't you? Yeah, I I don't even know where to start with this one, to be honest. (laughs) I suppose maybe if if we walk into the positives first, what do you really love about having an allotment? Well, it's extra growing space, mostly, isn't it? So you can grows so much more vegetables than you generally can in a garden depending on your size of garden of course Mm. the majority of us don't have huge gardens or a garden at all so on an allotment that gives you the opportunity to grow your own food and vegetables and cut flowers and whatever you want really it's also really nice I think to sometimes escape the home you Mm. know maybe going out down to the allotment is taking you away from where you might be working. Perhaps you want to escape the family for a little while <laughs> um, and can just give you some, you know, time out to yourself. Yeah. But also, of course, allotments are about community. So not only can you spend some time down there on your own, but allotment sites are a great place to meet other people, other like-minded gardeners, mm. you know, just to get the opportunity to chat about Um, all things growing your own swapping seeds and plants and meeting new people so 
Yeah, I mean, allotment can be really what you want it to be. And I always say that about gardens as well. But I always find the allotments a bit of an escape. So even if you've got a garden and that can be an escape for you too, it's actually taking yourself away from your home and somewhere completely different. So my allotment's my haven. I go there when I want peace and quiet, basically. And there's really barely any phone signal down there Mm. so I have absolutely no choice really but to switch off and not do any work which is a good thing and when you're at home I always think you think well I need to get the washing on or I must just send that email (laughs) (laughs) you know absolutely yeah I think that's really true and probably especially even more so since um people have been in some guys a lot of people have been working from home it means that there's much less of a disconnect between Mm. being switched on and switched off as um, as there has been before yeah definitely would you say I know this is always a difficult question would you say there are any drawbacks to growing on an allotment oh then so this is really hard for me to even consider (laughs) because I love my allotment so much what are the drawbacks well I guess it's not necessarily on your doorstep so you might have to actually go do you know what today I'm going to put my boots on and I'm going to go to the allotment because it's very easy for us to not do that isn't it Mm. and just say well I'm going to stay in the garden or go for a walk so you've got to actually get there I suppose and perhaps sometimes you don't want to speak to your plot neighbors (laughs) perhaps you want some time out and you don't want other people around and of course your garden gives you that privacy doesn't it Um, and I do unfortunately know some people that have really um not quite so friendly plot neighbours and so Mm. that makes it a little bit awkward for them yeah um you don't really I I I think there's an expectation perhaps when you have an allotment of what it will look like Mm. you know how much you will grow on it and you want to keep it looking nice for the neighbours or for social media which um I don't agree with because that's not what gardening's about is it at all and so I do sometimes think that maybe with an allotment you can pressure yourself into trying to have it looking perfect or going down there as much as you possibly can yeah. and I think when it's your own garden you don't perhaps have that expectation yeah I think as well the um the allotment neighbors thing is um such an interesting topic because um on my old allotment plot we were really fortunate that we had amazing neighbors around us and um there was a man called Trevor who was in the plot opposite and he was one of those gardeners who you think he was probably born with a spade in his hand like he (laughs) if you had any questions about anything he was and he was so helpful it might have been that we were um if you were trying to do a job and then he'd made a tool that did that job really well he'd bring it over for you he was so lovely and we all of the people around us were so nice but there were also some issues of people um on the other end of the site who might have say been growing next to somebody who was using pesticides on their plot and then they're saying if you don't want to use pesticides on your plot then obviously being next to somebody who does isn't completely ideal yeah so I think that's the whole um probably the same as in every walk of life in your house in your yeah you know when you're traveling or whatever it can all hinge on who you end up next to can't it? it really can and actually talking about the pesticide use that that's happened on my allotment site so and um, where I am I'm right down the back of the allotment and my neighbors are all so lovely mm. and there's a communal water butt which is right down the end of my plot and someone new had taken on 
the allotment right by that mm. and they'd used so much pesticide like you could see it everywhere it was all around the water supply but when they first obviously sprayed it you couldn't see so people were walking to the water butt it was getting onto their shoes and then they were walking off down the grass paths mm. so I could see my footprints from that water supply on the grass path all the way down to my plot and after a few days, of course, that the grass started to die off mm. and you could see where my footprints were. I was so cross yeah. because, or upset, should I say, because then I would have walked that onto my plot and I don't obviously use anything like that on my space. So that was really upsetting. And then the other thing is I have a fruit cage um, and the plot alongside the end of my plot, mm. it's very complicated to explain <laughs> has tons and tons of brambles and they keep kind of branching their way into my fruit cage mm. which will actually rip the material so I keep having to cut them back because he doesn't cut them back and so you do kind of have to deal with that those kind of situations because it is at the end of the day allotment sites are for the community yeah. aren't they they are for Absolutely. everybody so you have to somehow or another make it work for yourself so yeah um so now we should bring gardens into the spotlight what what do you love about obviously being fortunate enough to have gardens if um if you know I know there's probably listeners as you were saying earlier who might have a balcony space or something yeah. but um having a garden where you can grow things what would you say are the benefits to that I think first of all having your own garden it's just on it's just on your back doorstep isn't it you can walk out in the morning and have a look around you have the privacy of it you can do whatever you want with it hopefully you feel like there are no expectations of what you should do with it it's all yours mm. you can grow your own you can grow your own plants and flowers you know if you don't tend to it so often it doesn't matter as long as you enjoy it so for me having the garden is a little bit of an opportunity to experiment as well so I often plant lots of new different plants out that I haven't grown before to see how how they go um, and it's a space where you can invite your friends and family over and share it as well and I know you can do that on allotments but you're still there within the community aren't you so yeah. I think sometimes a garden feels a bit more like it's like your own space you yeah. know and if you haven't got much time perhaps it's easier to step outside your back door and garden than it is to I don't know cycle or walk or get in your car and go to your allotment and do it so mm. yeah yeah, I think um, that's really true. And I um, certainly noticed over the last year and a half when um, we've been working from home that actually th my whole mindset is completely different if you're in the middle of a day that's a bit stressful. And when you go down to pop the kettle on, the fact that you can just go outside for five minutes, you can pick a tomato, you can rub some herbs between your fingers. You exactly. Can, you know, and I think just having that right outside the door I think I can't I can't explain how fortunate I felt to have that over the lockdowns and everything because it was um extremely extremely beneficial exactly and I think god that's what gardens are all about and there's one thing that I'm so passionate about and everybody should have access to land whether that's a garden or an allotment because we're going to walk into a whole 
you know, mental health issue after lockdown. And so we know that if you have some green space that you can go to, that that can really, really help. Mm. So it's really important we do look at having that because it's exactly like what you just said, Laura. You were able to just step outside and de-stress, even if it was just for five minutes, you know, just getting the fresh air, putting your feet on the lawn. Like you said, maybe just rubbing your fingers through the herbs or cutting some to having a cup of tea or, Mm. you know, that's such a privilege, isn't it, to have that? Um, And it it is so important. And I think when you have an allotment, you have to make a bit more of an effort to go and, go and get there you know so if you have it on your back doorstep you have all of those benefits and it is wonderful I would also say with the garden situation and what you were saying about it actually being yours I felt that really strongly when um when I moved into this house but I got one of those you know when you make a decision that you then (laughs) I'm not going to say regret but you know it was maybe a sort of excited rush of blood to the head sort of decision I thought right this is ground that is mine it's my ground (laughs) so I planted my fig tree in the ground my fig tree that had lived happily in a pot okay (laughs) went in the ground and oh my god it's it's taken over (laughs) has it has it (laughs) it's enormous one of my friends came around um I think, well, I'll say it was actually last summer because nobody could accuse this summer of being Mediterranean, um, came into the garden and she said, this looks like a really Mediterranean fig tree. And I was like, yes, I know. And it's in a terrace house garden. And oh God. <laughs> and now basically it's not your garden, it's the fig's garden. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It, but yeah. I um, think they quite like to be in a pot because I think they produce more figs when they're in a pot. I mean, I could be so yeah, they wrong. Do. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad I knew that. That was right. <laughs> and also less absolutely enormous tree growth. Yeah. <laughs> We're at the stage now where I was considering last year digging down, and I'm going a bit off piste here, but um, <laughs> digging um paving slabs sort of vertically down into the ground to try and restrict the rootstock a bit. Yeah. But it just goes so far you know oh. you sort of think I this is I made my bed and I'm gonna have to lay <laughs> you really did now you're just gonna have to always work around that fig tree <laughs> yeah I do I do love it though it is um it is my pride and joy in the garden as regular oh. the dirt listeners will know <laughs> Oh, but that's lovely. (laughs) It's good Um, that it's big then for you. And there was something I'd just love to say also about if you're renting, you know, we're saying that obviously your garden is your garden. mm -hmm. You know, if you're renting, you might not feel like that so much. But Mm. I always think that if your landlord allows you to do some stuff in the garden, then you're still really leaving a legacy, aren't you? You're still helping wildlife. You're still helping yourself while you're there. And actually gardening in pots and containers can be really just as beneficial Mm. for both your well-being and for everything else in between as well. And I've rented and, you know, I've had container plants aplenty. And um, I kind of made a bit of a sort of tropical looking garden once in a house I was renting and it was it was lovely and I absolutely loved it so I think you know balcony patio renting if it's your own you can really make your outdoor space your own you know yeah absolutely and um I think sometimes there's something really satisfying about creative solutions to space yes issues as well and there's so many more the fact that you can get so many varieties now that are suitable for growing in small spaces and Mm, yeah you know I think you can make a bit of an edible haven anywhere really can't you keep your fig tree in a pot though (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) I have to admit I um took some cuttings um when it was 
dormant and so I've now got three baby fig trees that are furiously growing in pots but I just because I had this thing that we um we you know perhaps hoping to move in the next year or so and I thought I don't know if I'm ever going to get that out of the ground but I'd be heartbroken (laughs) to leave it so (laughs) and the babies are staying in pots good idea good idea (laughs) um so the drawbacks of growing in your garden would you say there are any drawbacks to back garden front garden whatever garden growing how can there be any drawbacks Mm. I don't know I actually literally cannot answer this question I hope that you've got something you can tell me because you know if you have a garden front or back you know it can it's only beneficial for you and the neighborhood and your environment the drawback is perhaps you know if you want it looking really lovely and you've got friends coming over and you're like oh no I have to mow the lawn or oh I must do that or if you've got pets of course sometimes if you've got pets like a dog might um mess up the lawn a little bit I don't know I mean I just this is really difficult to say a drawback of a garden I can't think of one I completely agree the only the thing that you said there that made me think yeah that's a really great point is um one of our cats, his favorite spot, because the sunniest spot in the whole garden is where our strawberry bed is. And he likes to sleep completely in the middle of the strawberry bed. And <laughs> there's a big bald patch of earth right in the middle where he's killed off everything by sitting on it all the time. <laughs> but then at the same time, I'm thinking we've, you know, we've still got some strawberries and also he's loving the garden too. So. <laughs> exactly that's what you know I just think your garden's for you and your family isn't it so Mm. and your family includes your pets so if they're loving it in one way or the other then that's great too it's really hard to think of a drawback I'm sorry I would say (laughs) one tiny drawback that definitely says more about me than the garden itself but um you know how I mean, I'm not ashamed to say I get a bit obsessed with my plants. Okay, I've got that <laughs> and feeling. And I'm not sure it's entirely healthy to have 24-hour-a-day access to them <laughs> in that I planted my beans this year and we have had the worst year ever for slugs and snails. More snails, actually. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I don't use anything, you know, we're we're organic here and... You know, when you're always sort of like, it will be fine. There'll be some birds. There'll be be a hedgehog. Um, Basically, our neighborhood is ruled by seagulls the size of dogs. So there are no other birds. So so I'd had to resort to the hand-picking slugs. Oh, it's so horrible, isn't it? The drawback of it being the back garden is there was a period of time where we were totally obsessed with whether there were slugs on the beans at every second of the day. <laughs> like, like because you can always see it. Like I'm looking out of my sort of office area window here and I can see the bean wigwam from here. Yeah. So it's, it was really easy to be like, oh, can I see another slug? I'm just going to go out and get that slug. <laughs> so that's the drawback. The drawback is it's a distraction. I mean, a lovely distraction. A lovely distraction. But, um, yeah apart from when you're really busy and you really genuinely do have to get on but you can see a slug so you have to go and get it yeah it may have affected my productivity for a while um so moving on to what some people on our social media accounts have said about this and this is a much more even debate than last week it has to be said um be amused 
on Twitter has said, garden is much more convenient. You can weed or water at dawn in your dressing gown. Allotments bring an opportunity to socialise and learn, although there can be stress and disagreements too. Yeah, and I think that pretty much covers what we've just been saying. And it's true, actually, you can't really go to the allotment in your pyjamas and dressing gown, can you? But mm. you can step outside in your garden and do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Lovely Plot has said, Better at what? It's a broad question. It's better to have a garden because you can open the back or front door and you're there. But if it's astroturfed or full of plastic, is it better than an abundant allotment? Oh, that's a that's a whole other debate, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, that's that's very true. You know, an allotment there there will always be rules generally on allotment sites that will say what you kind of can and can't do loosely. Yeah. And you're never going to see astroturf on an allotment, are you? No. Yeah. Um, and Pauline Kelly has said, I've been on a list for a couple of years for an allotment. In the end, the garden has been producing for me, adapting slowly to evolve the space to work for both food and enjoyment, even put up a polytunnel. Oh, isn't that wonderful? I yeah. think you probably do have, you know, more option when it's your own garden. You can do what you want with it, can't you? You don't yeah. have to think necessarily about the neighbours and, and unless obviously you have boundary issues or you're going to overshadow someone or something you know with trees or 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 new structures um, but yeah I think maybe your garden just you can kind of make it perhaps much more what you want it to be yeah. than you can an allotment maybe. Um, then we have a really interesting point um, raised by Sarah Venn who says this is impossible to answer. So many people have no access to one or the other or both. We need to make gardening and growing more accessible. Also, community gardens in cities, they're going to be the future of gardening. Building houses with gardens is a thing of the past. I 100% agree with that. Mm -hmm. You know, we do need access to to land space for growing for everybody. I think we already mentioned that earlier on, haven't we? Yeah. How important it is both for well-being and food security and it can actually help poverty. Um, you know, and hunger, it's it's immensely important going forward to do that. The recent research that was done by the RHS regarding the dose gardening, which is gardening for well-being, how many times you garden a week um, makes your well-being score higher than those who don't garden at all. And they're actually looking at hopefully being able to use that research um, towards like urban planning so that urban planners can really start looking at being able to create more space for people to grow when they're developing new sites so that could be community gardening which is so important for uh, communities mm. all around the world and um, but also trying to incorporate more green space into um you know, areas where they're building new houses and um, apartment blocks yeah. because we know how important it is. And, you know, a vast percentage of um, the UK do not have access to any land. And so um, that's a really, really important and valid point, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, as um, as the poster mentioned, there's, it's only going to become more of a, more of a sort of important discussion as well because yeah. you see there's so many new housing estates and stuff going up which obviously are serving a need yeah but yeah at the same time as well as needing and a place to live people also need the opportunity to get outside Definitely. and have a space to 
spend time in and wouldn't it be amazing if every new housing site had a community garden for that housing yes. site wouldn't that be awesome to be able to do that that would be amazing yeah maybe hopefully <laughs> and we also have a um a message from art primitive who said my allotment is my happy place it's much more quiet and peaceful than the garden also there is companionship on the allotments and more wildlife yeah actually i love that that's very true and also for people who live alone mm-hmm. um or, or for people who feel lonely going to the allotment it can be a really really important part of their social life and well-being yeah. so that's very very true and it um i've said before my allotment is my haven that's where I go to get away from work and people (laughs) and the world you know and but also the social aspect is lovely I think you get to choose more when you have an allotment whether you want to be on your own or whether you want to socialize so yeah I agree and the uh the wildlife comment is um is another one that we haven't touched on too much I think that's really true that there tends to be a lot more variety of wildlife I mean as I said I'm saying that from someone who lives in a house where the neighborhood is ruled by giant seagulls so we don't really see any other wildlife at all (laughs) yeah there won't be much for you I bet they make so much noise as well don't they yeah and they're quite I mean I can understand why there's not many other birds and things because they're quite terrifying even when you're a human size you know definitely they are they're so big now um yeah I think the wildlife uh, topic is so important as well you know of course, you can create your own biodiverse garden and have loads of wildlife. I think it very much depends on where you are, what you're growing, how much time you've got. But there's always ways, you know, to encourage more wildlife into your garden. But I think on an allotment, because generally the sites are much larger, everyone is there specifically to garden. You know, you might live in a neighborhood where not everybody does garden or mm. perhaps some are paved over or, you know, there's there's no access for hedgehogs to wander on through. You know, allotment sites are generally open there's a lot of diverse planting um hopefully there's not so much use of pesticides but I think that's very true I mean I have so much wildlife on the allotment and I love it I love to just go and sit and watch the bees and butterflies and we have some hedgehogs as well and we do have foxes unfortunately I have found some very stinky fox you know uh, poop yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you get those obviously in the garden as well but I think you probably do see or I do see more wildlife on the allotment mm. than in the garden yeah um, but again I think it depends on where you live how big and biodiverse your garden is yeah yeah absolutely I would actually say that my garden has um, recently seen a lot more a lot more bees and things because I had um, in one of my raised beds I had planted a salad bed yeah but then um you know the crazy weather happened and (laughs) everything bolted and flowered and I just thought do you know what I'm just gonna leave it yeah I'm just gonna leave it it to do its own thing it looks quite pretty and bees will like it and honestly I've never seen more bees in the garden Ah, I (laughs) I sort of feel like now I'm just gonna have to try and make a salad bed fail in terms of harvest oh, I love that every year. <laughs> but it's made you really happy and you've really enjoyed it yeah. and the bees are absolutely loving it and I think that definitely shows just how important it is that you don't just to leave some of your garden growing wild don't worry about it don't force yourself to have to mow or to have to harvest or you know have to prune just let some things go and yeah. I do think that's partially um, why there can be more wildlife on allotments because a lot of space on allotments is just left to grow yeah. you know and so I, I think that shows why. And also, some I let my herbs go to flower frequently. Yeah. They'd be 
covered in bees and hoverflies and butterflies and it takes the pressure off yourself as well a bit mm. you know yeah of having to prune or cut back just let it go yeah. that's lovely um so the results of the online poll there is still a um stand out I'm not going to say winner because I think in this debate everyone can appreciate both sides but perhaps um a space where more people are growing um allotments have 30.4 percent and gardens have 69.6 percent ah well I I think I can understand that for sure I also think it might be because not everyone has access to an allotment. I know they yeah. don't have a garden either, but there's probably more people that have a garden than an allotment. Yeah. Um, and I think that that actually shows how important it is for more people to have access to gardens and allotments if they can't have access to a garden. Completely. And then that percentage might slightly change. <laughs> and also I would say that the term garden covers a much broader spectrum of spaces. It, it could does, be doesn't a it? little tiny yeah. courtyard right up to an enormous, you know, acres of garden so exactly yeah. you know a garden is your space no matter what size it is you mentioned how you enjoyed being able to go outside in your garden during lockdown mm -hmm. during the first lockdown the very strict one in 2020 um I was in North Carolina and mm -hmm. we didn't have a garden we had a very small balcony but I would call that my garden because yeah. it was full of pots and plants and I was growing my own food and it was my haven. Mm. So that's a garden too. You know, you, you, you garden in whatever space you have, that's your garden. Well, that was certainly a bit closer than um, last week's debate and also lots of really great, interesting points to think about. So I think now, Ellen, we should um, get outside and appreciate whatever space we're growing in I agree. But thank you very much for joining me thank again. you i'm off to garden <laughs> and thanks everyone for listening and until next time happy growing the dirt debates is brought to you in association with gifts to you the home of the uk's best specialist magazines discover a huge range of magazine subscription and single issue favorites for every hobby and interest from knitting sewing and paper craft to health well-being food and of course gardening and everything in between with free delivery straight to your door included with every purchase gifts to you is your one-stop shop for unbeatable value visit gifts to find out more don't forget to subscribe to the podcast for free to make sure you never miss an episode. We'd love it if you'd rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the word at your allotment site, community garden, or even just over the garden fence. Plus, as a special treat, we've got an exclusive Grow Your Own magazine offer just for the dirt listeners. Head to growfruitandveg.co.uk forward slash pod G, that's P O D G, or call 0800 904 7000 and quote pod G to receive three issues of Grow Your Own straight to your door for just £6. That's a saving of $11.97 or 67% off the cover price. Every issue is packed with gardening advice, expert tips and tricks and jobs to tick off your list. And each magazine comes with some great free gifts too. Check out the episode notes for details and terms.